from the art section of the New York Times. Ai Weiwei's Latest Canvas, A Luxury Emporium in Paris, by Rachel Donatio. On Sunday evening, Ai Weiwei, Chinese dissident artist, human rights activist, and now European scenester, was holding court on the cosmetics floor of the Bon Marche Rive Gauche, the Paris department store. The event was the invitation-only opening of Erchi, or Child's Play, an exhibit of his work that fills ten display windows and the store's atrium through February 20th. Bamboo and rice paper constructions lit from inside and depicting fanciful creatures from Chinese mythology hung from the atrium. A smoke machine pumped atmospheric mist. Pianists played Chopin on grand pianos as waiters passed around Moet champagne, hot tea, and bite-sized chocolate eclairs on wooden trays. Ai, dressed in an untucked white Oxford shirt and rumbled blue blazer, took a break from greeting fans to say that working in a department store had been liberating. It allowed him to go beyond the white cube of most galleries and use the atrium and window displays in an interesting way, he said. And he liked that passers-by could see his work. If hyper-popular museums like the Museum of Modern Art have been described as shopping malls, commercial, crowded, loud, impersonal, and the opposite of contemplative, then here, paradoxically, was a retailing emporium with art thrown in, and where viewing that art seemed a rather more welcoming and pleasant experience. This is better than MoMA, Ai said of the Bon Marché. Anyone needing more evidence that the distinctions between public and private, high and low, art and commerce, and actual versus internet celebrity, have now imploded beyond recognition, need look no further than this example of a populist Chinese dissident artist exhibiting in a luxury department store in one of the world's fashion capitals. Paparazzi took pictures of Ai snapping selfies with admiring fans, including Bernard Arnault, chairman of the LVMH Moet Hennessy Louis Vuitton Luxury Empire, which owns the Bon Marche. Ai later posted the photo with Arnaud on his Instagram feed, one of the most active in the art world, and which he uses for both kicks and activism. On the second floor, through a room of lacy lingerie and eres swimwear, was a selfie wall of pictures of the artist, with cameos by the wiki divo Julian Assange, artist Olafur Iliasson, and Camilla Parker Bowles, hers with a royal palace in the background. In some ways, Ai has wound up where Andy Warhol began, designing department store windows. But rather than merchandise, Ai put on display political messages. One shows the artist, his once confiscated passport having been returned by the Chinese government in July, as a Buddha, with a halo of surveillance cameras pointed at his head. Another shows Tatlin's tower, the unbuilt communist monument. Labels cite the influence of Marcel Duchamp, the master of turning everyday objects into art. Why the Bon Marché? Ai said that no French museums had contacted him about organizing a show. Last fall, he had a wildly popular retrospective at the Royal Academy in London, where in 2010 he filled the Turbine Hall at Tate Modern with sunflower seeds. In 2012, 
The Jeu de Pomme in Paris held an exhibit of Aïe's photographs, and his work will also be included in group shows at the Louis Vuitton Foundation in Paris this month and at the Louvre later this year. Cheryl Haynes, Aïe's art director in the United States, said that several major U.S. museums had declined to collaborate with her for a show she curated at Alcatraz with portraits of prisoners of conscience made from Legos because they feared that working with Ai might jeopardize loans from China, a claim that could not be verified because she would not name the museums. I was shocked, said Haynes, who had flown from San Francisco for the Bon Marche show, as she stood in front of a rice-paper dragon. He's an icon of our times. The Bon Marche first contacted the artist in late 2014, when he was still prevented from leaving China said Frédéric Baudinès.